starts now. Corporate social positioning is a relatively new thing. Companies typically set out to create something, sell something, distribute something. At the end of the day, a profit is required. Whether the company is a sole proprietorship, a partnership, or an incorporated entity. Regardless of the structure, or the product, or the service, the company is established to make money. And while generating sufficient revenue to cover expenses constitutes the making of money, if the company didn't make a profit, particularly over longer periods of time, its existence was limited. The voices representing a company, the president or CEO, some form of corporate leadership that is, typically sought to avoid ruffling too many feathers, upsetting too many people. Taking a political position or social stance was considered too risky and not consistent with the mission of making money. Why offend some of those people who might someday be the very customers you need. Gradually, things have changed. Companies wanted to be seen as ecologically responsible during the 90s and 2000s, sometimes extending themselves to emphasize the environmental friendliness of what they produce or sell. Being socially responsible, as it turned out, was a good hook to sell more and make more money. This was kind of an updated version of the old new and improved marketing gimmick. Many companies later began to actually align their sponsorship with social causes. A typical pride parade in New York or Toronto is wallpapered with corporate sponsorship. Big banks and insurance companies, traditionally some of the most conservative of corporate entities, spend significant dollars to let people know that they too are inclusive and proud, and to boot, are tapping into a significant market of wallets. This is not to say that senior executives and corporate leadership isn't or hasn't been genuinely supportive of environmental or social causes. It's simply the case that the alignment of corporate messaging with a cause was considered excessively risky. Things seem to have changed. The recent global demonstrations against racism, spurred in large part by the heinous police killing of George Floyd in the United States, elevated issues associated with racism and colonialism to a level never before experienced. And in short order, corporate leaders and messaging started making social statements. Notably, we heard remarks made by the commissioner of the NFL informing people that prohibiting the kneel by players during the American national anthem was wrong. Among the most poignant example, though, was the threat by corporate partners to remove their sponsorship of the Washington Redskins of the National Football League if the team didn't change its name. Even retailers have threatened to pull team products if the name Redskins remains. Just a quick side note, Redskins is most definitely an ugly and pejorative term. Associated with historical hate and killings based on skin color and race, it should never have been there. The term Indian, found in the moniker of the Cleveland Indians baseball team, can actually be referenced in legal terms. Although the logo and mocking imagery are different altogether, in Canada we still have an Indian Act, and the U.S. administration includes the word Indian in many legal references. The term Indian, in fact, is used in more than a few native communities, 
or you may prefer Aboriginal or Indigenous. This might not make the term any more appealing to some people, but let's not confuse the difference. We have learned that the Washington Redskins football club is in the process of finding a more suitable moniker. More to come on that at a later date yet to be announced. We find another example in recent news that Bel Air Direct Insurance, a Canadian company, is one of several firms that have threatened to pull sponsorship of the Edmonton Eskimos team of the Canadian Football League if the team doesn't change their name. According to the company's July 7th press release, they say, For several years, we have been a sponsor of the Edmonton Eskimos. At Bel Air Direct, one of our core values is respect, which is founded on seeing diversity as a strength, being inclusive and collaborative. They go on to say in the press release, Guided by this value, in order for us to move forward and continue on with our corporate partnership, we will need to see concrete action in the near future, including a commitment to a name change. The term Eskimo is a pejorative term. We've known that for many years. The name should have been changed a long time ago. Interestingly, in February of this year, the team issued a statement about consultation it had with many stakeholders, including Inuit representatives, and informed that there was no consensus that the name needed changing. Be that as it may, one would have thought that Bel Air's social alignment, given its several years of sponsorship, as they say, would have called for a name change at that time, or earlier, or even a little later, but to issue the statement now really does seem like a Me Tooism rather than corporate leadership and alignment with social causes. Is it so bad that the private sector and the business world in particular are adopting social cause Me Tooism? One could say that governments can only do so much and that the private sector has a legitimate role to play, that it carries authority and influence and therefore has a certain degree of power in communication. Perhaps. But let's be careful with this and remain mindful that the ultimate purpose of any company is to make money and that their very existence must be based on the realization of profit. Corporate leadership, unlike political leadership, is both unelected and unaccountable to the public. So any authority and influence they exert on social causes must be received with a high note of caution. Even more so, I would say, with those bandwagon jumpers and the Me Too's of the corporate world. At the end of the day, what is the ultimate benefit to a Canadian insurance company with long-standing corporate sponsorship to a sports entity with a pejorative name having suddenly become high-minded and other-regarded? Visit stephenchristiansen.ca for more episodes. This podcast is available on premium streaming platforms including Anchor, TuneIn, Breaker, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Stephen Christiansen. Thanks for listening.
production of Stephen Christensen. Podcast complete.